The state of information technology at the Department of Veterans Affairs finally seems to have lawmakers' attention. Members of the House Veterans Affairs Committee twice in one day, in fact, aired their concerns with a long list of ongoing IT projects at VA. Electronic health record modernization topped the list, but a few lawmakers are concerned VA is spending too much of its IT budget on maintaining old systems, not on badly needed updates. More now from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Many of the members on the House VA Technology Modernization Subcommittee are relatively new to Congress, but it didn't take them long to recognize a series of reoccurring themes with VA and its IT. Managing the old systems is taking up too much time and resources, and that means VA doesn't have attention to devote to the new initiatives that need big IT upgrades or new systems altogether. And it means that VA's operation and maintenance spend on legacy systems is too high. Congressman Jim Banks is the ranking member of the House VA Technology Modernization Subcommittee. When I joined this committee, that percentage was about 80, and now it is approaching 90. We have been devoting more attention to IT, but the situation is actually getting worse. The administration is proposing a $240 million OIT increase on a base of about a $4.1 billion. I agree we have to invest in IT. But I need to know this will actually bend that cost curve and produce some new capabilities rather than perpetuate the current state of affairs. Banks and the Government Accountability Office want to see VA spend more time and money on the new stuff. But VA hasn't been prepared to make the pivot. Part of the problem goes back to a lack of consistent IT leadership. VA has had 10 chief information officers since 2004 and six CIOs since 2012. Carol Harris is Director of IT Management Issues at GAO. Because of the frequent turnover in the CIO leadership, again, the average turnover or the average tenure of the VA CIO is is less than two years, and that's a major problem. Our work has shown that the CIO needs to be in office roughly three to five years um, to be effective and about five to seven years for any major change initiative to take hold in a large public sector organization. And so that's the primary reason as to why VA regressed in that area. VA also doesn't have formal policies that really should codify the authorities that the CIO should have. And those CIO authorities are weak to begin with. Other VA administrations have told the department's inspector general they don't have a clear sense of what the CIO is doing. And communication from the CIO down is inconsistent. Brent Arante is the deputy assistant inspector general for VA. When it's time to make final decisions about an initiative or, or an application, there, there's, there's nobody there to do that. So it, it stalls the initiative. The initiatives tend to um, be pushed out the door when they're not ready. And then what we, we end up seeing is functionality problems uh, with those programs as they mature. And then they try to fix it in flight, so to speak, and they struggle with that. I think they struggle with program management across the board when it, when it comes to IT initiatives. Beyond the communication issues, Arante and GAO say the CIO barely has a say in VA's IT budget. Individual medical centers often buy their own IT equipment because it takes less time than it would otherwise going through the CIO. That creates oversight issues for the CIO. The VA subcommittee said it generally wanted to hear about all of these challenges from the new CIO in question, James Jaffer, but he declined the subcommittee's invitation, and VA didn't send anyone else. Jaffer did appear at a second House VA hearing on the department's tech challenges in implementing the Mission Act. 
The department has until June 6 to consolidate its seven different community care programs into one under the Mission Act. It's also supposed to get a decision support tool ready by June 6. That tool is supposed to help providers decide whether their patients meet new VA criteria to see a community doctor. Here's Jaffer. So I would tell you that I'm confident we will have the functionality by 6-6 for the decision support tool. I think when you look in the report, you're sometimes left with choosing, uh, making a binary choice. We talked about the, the ability of the system to fail elegantly across the different criteria that's going to look at so it doesn't just blow up and cease. Congressman Phil Rowe is the ranking member of the House VA committee. You've heard me say before, and I'll say it again, that I believe in taking the time to get things right, not just get them in a hurry. I said it in December when I chaired the first oversight hearing regarding Mission Act implementation. I will say it again now. I would rather postpone, VA postpone implementation of this program than to rush to implementation in name only and have veterans pay the price for it. Again, VA says it's confident it'll meet that June 6 deadline. But GAO and the VAIG painted a different picture for some other IT initiatives of the department. Electronic health record modernization is the big one. GAO says the project has serious challenges. The biggest is that VA and the Defense Department still haven't agreed to a joint governance and decision-making structure for the overhaul. Here's Harris with Congresswoman Julia Brownlee. Ensuring that VA fully defines the role of the interagency program office with DOD is the most important action that VA can take to ensure that the EHRM program is a success. If they do not fully define that process with DOD, they are going to fail. Well, that seems abundantly clear. Banks, meanwhile, is concerned about VA's financial management business modernization. I need to see some forward movement. VA started FMBTO almost three years ago, and I have watched it relaunch three separate times. Balloon and cost to above $2 billion, but not deliver any new capabilities. We have been told that the old financial and accounting software barely holds together, and VA's ability to pass an audit is hanging on by a thread. That sort of thing absolutely gets my attention. But FMBT stalls and the status quo seems to continue without incident. That makes me question the urgency that VA uh, used to sell this program. And cybersecurity concerns aren't going away either. IT security has been a material weakness for VA on past audits for 20 years. Michael Bowman is the director of the Information Technology and Security Audits Division within VA's Inspector General Office. That's him with Congressman Banks. we got to see password controls consistently implemented across all systems. And we still see passwords with the same username and password, sometimes two and three years running. Uh, we've got default passwords. And, you know, when you're briefing the VA secretary and, and we start explaining that, it's really uncomfortable because that seems like very low-hanging fruit. And why is that a discussion point? every year when we brief out on the financial statements. So that's first and foremost. The other thing you, is, You've briefed that over and over again, but little to no progress in addressing it. It certainly gets a lot of airtime at the meetings. And, you know, there's a lot of focus that says, well, we're going to get rid of this next year. Um, either our testing methods are very good or just VA is laxed. It, it, it's hard to tell. Sometimes we just go back and test the same systems, and, and we'll find those same user accounts with unchanged passwords. But the other thing is, is VA has, has legacy systems that are no longer supported by the vendor, so they can't, atta- 
can't update those systems for you know, hot fixes and security patches to address emerging IT security issues. And so unless you resolve those, uh, the material weakness will remain. Unbelievable. GAO, though, did point to a bright spot. VA has implemented a comprehensive software license management program based on those GAO recommendations. VA can analyze software license usage and cost information across the department now. Harris says VA recently identified $65 million in savings over three years from analysis of just one software license. Still, that was not enough for members of the Technology Modernization Subcommittee. Congresswoman Susie Lee is the chairman of the subcommittee. Well, this has been somewhat uh, depressing. (laughs) Nicola Grisco for Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.